Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash relationships. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, please use the timestamps down in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. It truly, truly does. And with that being said, let's just jump straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Star Upon Paper. Broken trust with husband due to hidden cameras and lying. Trigger warnings, mentions of mental illness slash suicide. I, 30 female, am struggling to hold my resolve with going through divorce with my husband, 31 male of nine years. It is such a complex issue and I've had to mostly figure it out on my own since I lost my close friends as my support group. Any advice is greatly appreciated. To start it off from the beginning, about two years ago, I just happened to find a small hidden camera hidden up in our closet. It pointed at our bed. When I confronted my husband about it, he immediately confessed and was so sorry and ashamed of what he'd done. I wasn't mad that he was into the hidden camera thing, but I was mad he didn't communicate with me about his desires and actions. I talked with him saying, if he wanted to do this kind of stuff that was involving just us, I was okay with it. He just needed to communicate and let me know. I brought up consensual non-consent and did my best to not make him feel like I thought of him his gross. He never mentioned it again though, and I should have taken that as a red flag. Now last year, I found another camera. This time it was disguised as an alarm clock. I was furious this time. He had been keeping secrets again, and I had seen the alarm clock on the back of our toilet. We lived in a place with another couple, and our bathroom was the downstairs guest one. This time, it wasn't just me and him. Now this was in the middle of quarantine and he had it for less than a week before I realized what it was. In my logic, I figured he hadn't seen anyone besides ourselves on it. I thought I had stopped it before it really started. Again, my husband was ashamed and very sorry about his actions. He apologized profusely. I considered divorce. I wasn't gonna stand for these illegal and secret things. 
We did a lot of talking and a session of couples counseling. Though we didn't go again because I lost my job. But he showed me his computer and I searched through it on my own. Nothing turned up, so I stayed with him. We were already in the process of moving out and I thought that would help too. And that now brings us to last month. I hadn't been able to fully trust him and I decided to check in on his computer again to make sure he didn't have anything still. This time, I thought to look for websites he might be frequenting and found a secret email account. In the photo cloud of that email account was my worst nightmare. He had collected photos and videos of our friends using our bathroom. He had a lot. The camera had been hidden in a box across from the toilet, so nothing full nude, but still bad. But he also had somehow managed to sneak a camera into our friend's master bedroom we shared the home with, and with that facing their whole bedroom. There were full nude shots, vids of both of them. To top it off, the most recent photos were of our mutual friend who had just visited us the previous weekend. This meant that he had a camera here, in our new place. I went looking for it and found it in the wall. He had access to it behind the table in the office next to the bedroom. I was heartbroken, enraged and mortified. I started drinking and sent him a video of the hole in the wall and that I found his camera. He rushed from work and we had an actual argument. Well, it was more of me yelling at him and him just being shell-shocked and apologetic. He had to go back to work to finish his hours and I started drinking straight from the vodka bottle. I'm pretty sure I'm going to divorce him now at this point. I won't go into any details about the next day or so because it was a mess and too much to go over. But angry and drunk, I did some dumb things and didn't communicate with friends well and they cut me off. But I decided to report my husband for illegal photography slash videography of persons in private setting. I won't say anything else about that aside from I did it. Edit, yes, I filed a report with our local law enforcement. I didn't have my friends now, so I only had my family. I reached out to them and when I talked to my mum, 59 female, about divorcing him, she was shocked I was considering it. It was some big final thing, was I sure? She brought up that he'd been for me through all my problems through the years and never abandoned me. I suffer from some strong mental illnesses and back at the beginning of the year, I attempted to take my life twice. I went to a mental hospital for a week and a half. He never really complained about having to deal with me being depressed or my self-harm. He was always kind and understanding and did his best to help when it arose. But I don't think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, he's been my support for all these years and he's always taken care of me. I in return have done my best to love and support him. He luckily doesn't have my level of mental problems, but still, we've been through some good and bad together. This is different though. This isn't him struggling with depression or dealing with any sort of bad situation. He did something illegal. He escalated after I caught him and continued to do it behind my back. I feel like I cannot trust him again. Now, I've been doing so much better mentally, so I'm safe, but this is an emotionally upsetting and trying situation. Since I didn't have anywhere to go, I had to keep living in our apartment with him. I let him discuss and apologize about everything over and over and that he promised this time he'd never do it again. That the only thing he wanted was me and to stay together and grow old and live happily again. I wavered and gave in. I failed to keep strict boundaries and gave in to physical comfort. I agreed to try couples counseling before making any final decisions. But after three meetings and a month from the incident, I said I was going to go through and divorce him. Now, I'm still living with him. I'm still going through the paperwork for the divorce to get started. And though I've been able to hold strict boundaries since I committed to divorce, he still will sit and talk with me. And his goal is to not lose me. 
I said I could try and be friends with him, but I had no plans to repair our relationship to what it was. He couldn't do anything that would make me trust him again. Not after continuing after that second time, where I made it clear he was not to continue. I did not want to be in a relationship with him if he did. I told him, no more secrets. I can't have any trust with him because he broke that again. He again urged with me today about how how much he is sorry and he wants to stay with me because he loves me so much and doesn't want to go on without me. I was sitting playing a video game and tried to just brush him off, but he poked my foot and tried to sit from my drink and had to tell him to stop and he was being too familiar with me. It's fair that we can't go cold turkey from being in a good relationship to me tolerating him. I still try to remind him so he can stop but he reiterated about how he doesn't want to lose that familiarity and he's treating me like he would any other friend. I disagreed. He then said that his goal is to keep me with him and that he is going to convince me to stay. I firmly told him I was divorcing him. He said that it was too soon, that he thought he could change my mind and that he could be fine separating, though he did agree that when I file for divorce, he won't fight it and will cooperate. I know divorce is a big deal. Losing my person, my love, and everything has been so hard. My world has become a whirlwind of a mess, and I am mostly relying on myself to get things done. I wish things could go back to just how they were, but I know it can't. But he keeps tugging at my heartstrings, and I'm a sucker for his puppy eyes. My parents aren't against him. They'd be able to accept him still and not ostracize him or treat him differently. I'm not sure what his family thinks, as he just told his mum yesterday. Am I being too rash? Is this situation not as serious as I think it is? And should I try to work through it more? Should I just separate and not divorce and maybe repair the relationship down the road? I'm not sure. I'm holding on to myself so hard and I want to be resolute in my decisions and actions. I feel I should move out to get away and clear my head more, but I have no job or money. And with insurance, my meds are currently free. Out-of-pocket costs for some are a lot, especially for someone with no money. I'm in such a tangled mess and I don't know how to truly move forward to get untangled. Now, my initial reaction is like, what the hell? You need to get out of there as soon as possible. And I wouldn't call what you're doing in this situation an overreaction. I'd call it an underreaction, if anything, and you need to get out of there as soon as possible. He's taking videos of you and other people in secret. It's predatory behavior. And we'll start off with Just Obsolete, who says, get the fuck out three times. You struggled with mental illness. He's a sexual predator. Do not be friends with him. Find any way at all to get the F out. I know you filed a police report, but you should also let your friends know so A, they can file their own reports and B, know what you are going through and help you, if they are so able. You need to find a way to get the hell out of that house or kick him out so you're not sitting here being constantly gaslit and manipulated by him. Get out. Edit to add for clarity. He has never been sorry for what he's doing. He's only sorry you keep catching him. Red Dress says, in my opinion, you are underreacting, not overreacting. I'm not sure how you can sit in the same room with him. His actions are predatory, illegal, and creepy as fuck. His apologies mean nothing. He clearly doesn't understand the magnitude and gravity of his actions. And Isa Melissa says, when you found the initial camera looking at your bed, you were really understanding. You're willing to participate, providing he communicated with you about his desires. He isn't interested in willing participants in his games though. He gets off on the violation of spying on someone without their consent, and I doubt he will be able to stop. You didn't give much detail about how you managed to ostracize your friends, but if it were me, I'd be trying to repair relationships. We all need friends to get us through tough times. And we'll have one more from Duke of Bun who says, OP, you need to get out of your own head and see the situation for what it is. 
strip out all the details. You see them as complicating factors and they aren't, at least not to the extent that they change the big picture, which is your husband is not willing to change. He's not willing to change his behavior as you've seen and he's not willing to change his situation. He wants to remain married. When you focus on this, you'll see things more clearly. He always managed to talk you around before. He's banking on being able to do it again. He's a charming and skilled manipulator. You have to be when you're a sexual predator. Nothing new here. Just testing what it will take to weaken your resolve this time. Apologies, tears, big show of shame, a couple of trips to a marriage counselor, charm, flirtation, perhaps level up, slowly erode your reputation with your friends and family. Ultimatums, blackmailing, and threats, maybe a little, you knew so you're complicit, you're as bad as me. Or you're worse because I'm sick. I have an issue, you know better and you didn't help, enabled me, etc. Everything else is sideshow. He's doing what he does best, lying, and he's extremely good at it. Now, what an absolutely crazy story. And I hope we do get an update on that one in the future to hopefully, you know, she has kicked him out or got a situation herself. But what do you guys think of this one? What would your advice be to OP? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Family Question 33726. I've 16 female been talking in secret to my sister, 16 female. My dad had an affair and tried to hide my sister's existence from me. What now? I've always wanted a sister. I'm an only daughter though. My mum passed away when I was 13 and I've been raised by my dad since then. Recently, I brought myself an ancestry DNA test because I realized I don't know a lot about my mum's family history and I guess I was just feeling like I miss her a lot and wanted to be closer to my heritage. I found out from that test though that my dad has another child, my age. It was obvious he had an affair when my mum was pregnant with me. I was furious at my dad for that, for betraying my mum like that. I'm certain she didn't know. She was a very strong, bullheaded, in the nicest way, person, and there's no way things would have been so happy between them if she knew. I reached out to the other girl and she agreed to talk to me. She said she never knew her dad. Her single mum wouldn't say who her dad was and that made her especially mad because if her mum would say, then the family could get child support for her. But her mum was too damn proud to take whoever the dad was to court. I really got to know her, talking non-stop over Zoom. She and I both wanted to get to know each other, feel closer to family and know about each other. I didn't tell our dad that I'd been talking to my sister or even that I knew I had a sister. At first, I wanted all the information before I confronted him, but in time, that became for different reasons. I was scared our dad would be angry with me for hiding that we'd been talking and scared he'd be upset that I told my sister about him when it seemed like he didn't want her to know him, to the point of not having his name on the birth certificate. And my sister was scared her mum would be upset with her for going behind her back to learn about her dad when she hadn't been allowed to know him. So my sister and I agreed to keep talking in private until we're both over 18 and both have jobs. We're both just about to turn 17 now. We've gotten really close really fast and especially when everyone is stuck at home, it's great to have somebody to talk to. We've talked non-stop sharing our lives with each other. But one thing that's difficult is that I feel stressed keeping a secret from our dad and she feels stressed keeping a secret from her mum and our dad. I also haven't told my friends. I think we're both scared we're making a mistake, keeping secrets, but also scared not to. Wow, what a situation to be in to find out like over one of these ancestry DNA tests that you have another sibling. 
And I guess there would be a chance that dad doesn't even know this other child may exist. I might be wrong in thinking that, but no, that should be right, shouldn't it? <laughs> there might be a chance that the dad doesn't know, of course. And like we say in many of these stories, this is the truth. This, if, if you guys you guys are sisters, then you deserve to be able to talk to each other. And I think, you know, you've built a relationship over that. So I think you should be able to reveal these facts to your parents and go from there. But Watermelon Sugar 47 says your dad might not even know about her. I will talk to him about it. Tell him how you found out. Your mum is gone now, so it won't hurt her to find out. Your sister's mum is the most likely to be upset by this, but if you guys stress that you want a relationship with each other and by no means expect your parents to talk, I think it'll be okay. It may even lead to you and your sister being able to spend time together. I think telling your parents is a better idea than blindsiding them that you've known each other for years when you're adults. Your dad and her mum know you guys did ancestry right. Just be honest. Manaliking says, this happened to me, not once, but twice. It turned out okay both times. Your parents can know about it while not having a relationship with the other person. I don't talk to my half-siblings or the parents. If you set boundaries, it will not be a problem. It sucks you have this burden. Tell them, just don't tell them you are close or give unnecessary details. Keeping secrets ruins families, like affairs. Don't perpetuate secrets, it will all be okay. And then there's one more comment that's a fairly lengthy one, so we'll cover this one and then we'll move on. So Coachy Christmas says, I think it's important for both of you to remember that they are your parents and they love you. They are both adults. If they're upset, just give them time and space. They are probably upset at themselves and the situation they got themselves into rather than them being mad at you two. I would definitely say it's totally possible your sister's mum just never told your dad. She may have known about your mother and you and made the decision to not tear apart a happy family. I and you don't really know the exact details of what went down, only your dad and her mum know. I don't think anything good comes from hiding it any longer. Even if your mum was still alive, you'd probably have to tell the truth, even if it led to your parents' divorce. If your dad is mad, it's because he's ashamed of what he did. You just have to express your love for your dad and just need to know the truth for your own mental health. That this won't ruin both of your relationships. The same with your sister to her mum. At the same time, I'm sure both of your parents have picked up on the nervous, anxious energy and can sense something is up. If you want to know the best way to break the news, my suggestion would be make a dinner meal that you guys can share and sit down. At some point when dinner is about two thirds down or maybe after the food has been eaten, start out by saying, I love you, dad. Then follow with, do you remember that I took the ancestry test? Something they told me was that I have a sister. I reached out to the girl and have been talking. Can you tell me what happened? Then you have to do your part to control your body language and tone so you don't come off as judgmental. You just want to know what happened. You aren't expecting him to reach out to the mum or change anything. You aren't attacking his character. You just want to understand who he is because he's your dad and he is a key pivotal figure in your life and a role model. Take it slow. Allow time for them to process. Another solution is writing a letter. Ah, oh, these sort of stories always get to me, especially when it's like when it's like a teenager, you know, having to deal with something like this. It must be incredibly difficult. I'm glad I never had to deal with anything at that age, so I can't imagine what it's truly like. But the fact that you're constantly worrying about if you're going to upset people, upset the mum, upset the dad in this situation shows you have empathy for these people and towards their feelings, which is a great thing. But I think in some respects, like that comment said, you need to protect your own mental health in some ways as well. But what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and how you could potentially approach it. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. 
hit that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And a huge thank you for spending 20 minutes or so of your time with a channel in Means the Absolute World. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.